everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today. We are here for week number five of Hallmark Christmas movies, 2021. And I can't even believe that we've had over a month of Christmas movies. <laughs> it's not even Thanksgiving yet, but so much fun. So many fun movies to talk about. I'm film critic, Rachel Wagner, and Anne is here. Hey, everybody. And Colleen is here. Hi, everyone. Yes. Thank you both so much for coming on. And we're recapping four movies, one on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, three on the regular Hallmark channel. And uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what we all thought. Well, let's dive in. Let's talk Nantucket Noel. <laughs> this is the first one. This is on the 19th. Hallmark Channel, Trevor Donovan, Sarah Power, Fiona Vroom, and writer and director Kirsten Hansen. And it's Christina learns of a developer who is planning to tear down the wharf that is home to her toy store tensions rise as she falls for the developer's son andy so colleen what did you think (laughs) of nantucket noel why don't you start (laughs) well this one was my least favorite of the weekend um it wasn't horrible but i'm you know yeah You've said it a million times, Rachel, like the same trope, it just gets old after a while, you know, and saving the wharf of all things, I thought was just a little different. It wasn't something that I was that enthused about. And a toy store, you know, we've seen this a million times as well. Um, And to be perfectly honest, I am not a huge Trevor Donovan fan. I think he's okay, but he's on the lower end for me of the scale so it was okay it had some funny stuff but a lot of it I I just wasn't too excited about yeah and what did you think well Rachel knows what I thought but I'll tell all of you um, (laughs) I personally did not like this movie um I did not think that the chemistry was good um I did not think that the writing was good um the dad was so mean I like wanted to put his head through a window I'm like dude you have got to like cheer up soon because you're bringing me down (laughs) um but that's overall like what I thought about this movie (laughs) yeah I mean so this movie I did go into it and Anne knows this uh it's because everybody was trashing it bad (laughs) so I went into it like expecting it to be like take me to a dark place the worst (laughs) movie I've ever seen it's we prepared you you really did I mean and what do they say that uh is that happiness is experience minus expectations (laughs) that's that's accurate um but uh but uh there are there are two things that I liked in this movie everything else about it i didn't like and i agree with you <laughs> the chemistry was not good mm-hmm. uh this the for the most for most of the movie that saved the, the the toy store on the wharf was not good and i felt like it felt like a weird place to have a toy store like on the coast like i don't know i just felt like that was a little bit of a strange thing and 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 i yeah the the chemistry not there the dad was just like ridiculous mm-hmm. Uh, so mean even to his his like his granddaughter he was rude like mm-hmm. things that like I can understand how like seeing the the lighthouse the tree topper would bring back the memories and be a little bit sad I can understand that but his reaction was just over the top <laughs> like you think he'd like mm-hmm. killed they killed somebody <laughs> like, yeah he was so yeah intense uh-huh. like if you look at the difference between uh, I think Terry O'Quinn in the Chris in Christmas sales, which is uh-huh. like a similar archetype basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and like, he was a little bit, you know, a little bit surly, a little bit curmudgeon, but like, he was still nice to his granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, he still, was like, nothing person. like this guy. Yeah. He was, this, he was terrible. I agree this, with you on that. This guy did not budge. He did not soften. <laughs> he did not grow. Nothing happened to him. It yeah. was like, I was like, whoa. <laughs> So it made it totally unbelievable that in the last minute, he's like, oh, okay. You know, exactly. Gonna, like what? Um, I'm like, yeah, that was crazy. It was not believable. Exactly. No. It just sw- switched automatically out of nowhere. And I do think that Sarah Power has potential. She's, I think she has a, yeah. a good, 
good screen presence when we know that from good witch mm-hmm. uh, but she's always kind of a little bit devious uh and on good witch you know there's like a little bit of a sass to her and so to see her in this more sort of like really sincere role was interesting and i thought she did a good job with what mm-hmm. she could at least yeah yeah i agree uh, yeah so i'd be i hope they use her again uh, and uh, that we get to see her in more the things i did like i thought that the two <laughs> the two friends the two other property owners that were the that went off and made the theater troupe were hilarious i really enjoyed that <laughs> i mean fiona room and i forget the other actor's name so funny and like i loved that whole scene when, when they're like oh now now you're bargaining <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that was funny that was really funny and i have been pretty hard on kirsten hansen's writing uh on this podcast uh it's just not my favorite but i tell you she's she's pretty good at writing comedy like i think that she yeah. should write comedy yeah she should mm-hmm. stick to comedy yeah she probably doesn't care what the heck oh. i think but <laughs> if she was asking me for advice, she did, she's pretty good at writing comedy. Like last year, Cross Country Christmas was by far was the best so thing she's funny. ever done. Oh yeah, it was by yes. far. Yeah, definitely without a doubt the best movie she's written. Yeah, yes. yeah, and it was, it was funny. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the fun the scenes that worked in this movie were the humorous ones mm-hmm. by far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I, I just, I thought that they were funny and I kind of started a Twitter thread where I was like, let's pretend this movie is about them. So much more interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have like the, the plucky duo who's out starting their new, their, their new theater troupe. I mean, that just screams <laughs> Hallmark to me. I would totally watch that all day. So I thought that they were were legitimately really funny, and uh, and they do the Christmas Carol and stroll, and <laughs> that was good. And um, so I I enjoyed that, and then I also did appreciate, and I have to give them a little bit of credit for the fact that she has to close the store and move into a new location by the end. Like that never happens in a Hallmark uh-huh. movie. Yeah, ever. That was that's, good. That, yeah. That's true. That's very true. Like, at least there was like again she didn't completely lose the store but that's like way more stakes than yeah, than, than they usually have yeah it's so i thought I, I did think that that was surprising and impressive for one of these stories so i give it slight brownie points for those two <laughs> names yeah. it is not my least it's not my least favorite of the weekend oh really? I, no i would I, it's technically the worst movie as far as well made wow uh, but as far as my personal enjoyment <laughs> one is lower wow. um, because i yeah we'll see oh well, you'll see say, yeah i can't yeah. wait to hear this one <laughs> <laughs> um, can i just say rachel you i, I know i've told you this because i did a good a good witch podcast with you once so sarah power i don't know if you and you um ever watched all probably not all my children it was on you know a lot for years there was a character named sky who looks i'm oh, yeah. not kidding oh Sarah yeah Power could be her daughter i am not i mean i swear they could be daughter and either sisters or daughter and mother and that kind of character is what sarah powers best at like sky was devious and like she was yeah now. she was i actually do know who you're talking about because my mom watched all my children so <laughs> Oh, I used to I used to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. She looks just like her. I mean, I'm I mean yeah, yeah. It's so weird. So, anyways, I'm like, maybe she could have been a bad developer or something. Maybe that would have been more interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Or been I was, involved I was, in that way or something. Yeah, I remember I you, I saw your tweet on that. They really do look oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh. I, yeah. I it's uncanny to me. Yeah, it's a doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the one of the, the uh, it was kind of funny when I was watching. I was, I tweeted out, <clears throat> "Will they ever make a movie about a kind-hearted property developer?" Because <laughs> uh, you know that's Trevor Donovan's character in this movie. And then later on, in <laughs> Kiss Before Christmas, mm-hmm. it's a kindly property mm-hmm. developer. I was so excited. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
there's it's a redemption <laughs> um there were a couple of funny things that made me laugh in this movie the fact that they had like the smallest patch of ice i've ever seen in my life getting <laughs> <laughs> when she slips like it literally looked like they went over to their like fridge you know and got like some ice from the <laughs> spread out. Like that and, then, and then she slipped on it that one piece of ice you know it's right. like okay well <laughs> that made me laugh <laughs> and uh the other thing is you can't eat a s'more with m&ms that I've is just that. i've never heard of it and i just don't think it's like functionally possible m&ms yeah. like roll around they would slide off that's what i was thinking off. yeah and i was like i'd be so angry yeah does it keep sliding off? Yeah. Well, it's not supposed to be crunchy in any way either. It's right. Eating a soft, eating a soft well, snack. And M&Ms don't melt. Like, right. they, that's the whole point of M&Ms. They're developed for the army. Yeah. So that they could have chocolate that didn't melt. It's. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I didn't either. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, Look at I that. Yeah. <laughs> Things I learned from Food Network, right? Oh, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> The, the whole little they had a used to have the whole um little slogan was it melts in your mouth not in your not hands in your hand. yeah. oh, for years okay. that's their slogan mm-hmm. wow yeah so it's it's just like what and i was frankly a little surprised that they used the actual name m&ms like usually they're like oh candies chocolate you know candy covered candies mm-hmm. you know like they'll use like a so i'm like was that some weird product promo <laughs> oh maybe maybe it was <laughs> they're like maybe that's why they had to do it yeah because <laughs> it seems so weird like i've seen a lot of things was in s'mores like i've seen reese's cups and yeah. snickers and you know weird stuff but you can't like you can't do it it's not possible so that <laughs> that <agree>. was <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's not a whole lot else to say about this movie. They tried to give some like emotion behind uh, her and her mother. And oh, the other other weird thing about this movie is how about the meet cute with child shoplifter? Yeah, that was so weird. I was like, this movie's off to a weird start, and that's how I started yes. to get worried. I was like, oh no. <laughs> And you know, that little girl is cute, but I remember her, she was the little girl in that movie Holiday Hearts with Paul Campbell. Um, oh yeah. She was, oh, she was a little bit That's... annoying in that movie. And I it kind of carried over to this movie a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like all the child stars, we'll just say that. They're not all great on Hallmark. <laughs> Some are better than others. I remember Elise Murray saying that some that they told her when she was writing that you couldn't have anybody break the law in Hallmark movies, but I guess that doesn't apply to children. <laughs> I guess they can break yeah, because I remember her saying that the Hallmark <laughs> yeah. heroines are not allowed to break the law, and so yeah, so she, the child could break the law, but yeah, what? What a weird plot point! Like you could have yeah. just as easily just had her be like, "I like this doll." can I come here and work so that I can pay for it? You know what I mean? Or some, like you could have had her do that as a reason for being yeah. at the store or just, she's just there. Like we don't even need a reason. Yeah. She just <laughs> likes this person and likes the store. <laughs> oh my God. So that was weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, there, there was a Christmas boat parade, which I was kind of felt like, boy, if, if they, it, I kept thinking, boy, are we going to see um, Katie Sackhoff and Patrick Sabunga? <laughs> oh, that was so good. I know. Funny. I yeah. like that. I like that uh, seaside movie a lot. But oh, this yeah. one. Yes. Yeah, there's no comparison. That I was no, really, way better. I have a really yeah. dumb question because I'm completely clueless about the weather in the, uh, that area. But isn't it snowy in the winter in, in Massachusetts? I feel like yes you know the, it, the only reason I know that is because I've seen I've seen like a million versions of little women and so I mean, Boston, I mean Boston and I know it gets very bad weather up there and I'm like wouldn't it hit the seaside too and I'm like why is it like fall looking here yeah I know it's not really obviously it was probably Vancouver but still the mm. point is 
they didn't even pretend really except for the little ice patch to have a real semblance of snow so i thought that was kind of weird yeah no i think it's true i did like the fact that they again this kind of goes back to my plus about the fact that they allowed the store to close i did like when they tell her that you are more than the store because i feel Mm -hmm. like so often in these movies like there's such a weird obsession with material possessions Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's true you know that like this this property this whatever it is this ring this thing like that that's defined you and i understand that the that would be bittersweet but the Mm -hmm. amount of personal investment is something i certainly don't relate to that because my parents have moved many times i don't have like a family home you know kind of a thing that uh, that i Uh have sentimental attachment to at all so and I thought that was that was a nice moment. I thought yeah, for her character, I did think that was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. But uh, but yeah, I mean, this is a movie I will not remember <laughs> <laughs> after yeah. we tomorrow. I will have already forgotten it. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah, there's a a critic on on uh, YouTube, Jeremy Johns, and one of his ratings is uh, I won't remember this in T minus one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Uh, uh, so I would give this movie, I'm going to give it 2.5 out of five crowns. What about you, Colleen? Um, I guess I'll go 2.75. Oh, okay. Yeah. A little bit yeah. more. I like to look, I like more than you guys, but not that much more. So like... mm. Okay. Uh, what <laughs> about you, uh, Anne? I actually had the same as you, Rachel, 2.5. Oh, okay. Good. I, that was higher than I expected. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. Right? I know. I know. I know. But uh, yeah, I was like, okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> All a right. Two is pretty low for me. I'm usually pretty generous. So that's saying something. I can't yeah. remember the last time I did a two for something. So <laughs> that in itself is telling you that I really didn't like it. <laughs> well, I'm going lower. I'm going lower today. Uh, all right so we have a christmas together with you and this was on the 20th and it stars harry lennox lara vandervoot and niall mater and director kevin fair and writer graham Locke. and it's during the christmas season megan and her father figure frank head out on a road trip to find his long lost love along the way megan finds the love of her own life so and overall what did you think about this one it's hard for me to say overall but overall like um I liked it I think it um certainly has you know um some flaws and kind of too much going on but um overall I liked it yeah what did you think uh Colleen I liked this one I thought the I liked the idea of the father-daughter kind of friendship that the two of them had because they were both kind of lost souls and didn't really have much else i liked that aspect of it i agree there was a lot going on uh the actual meeting of with the the long lost love wasn't that great to me but there was enough other stuff in it that kept me interested yeah i mean i do agree there's a lot going on i thought the henry lennox was really good he's a very mm-hmm. good actor he's and, very, yeah, yeah he is like i I know he's been in a million things, but I, aside from his like work in the um, DC movies and he's on the matrix and other things like that, I'm not like, I wasn't like super familiar with him. Like it wasn't a name recognition kind of thing for me. And that's my own failing. Um, But I was just really impressed with him. And I thought that he and Laura had really nice chemistry. Mm -hmm. And I thought that he had enough chemistry with the with the woman playing Claire that it, it worked, you know, it worked for me. And, and, uh, I, I, I thought that, uh, there were some really nice, nice moments, uh, between them. And I, and I, I liked, I, I really liked the relationship between, like I said, Laura and, um, what was his name? Um, uh, Henry's no. name. 
Frank. Oh, what's, oh Frank. 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 Yeah. So Megan. it was. It was. Uh, Megan and Frank. Megan and Frank. I really yeah. liked Megan and Frank. I thought that was mm-hmm. very sweet. This is the kind of movie we could talk about on our on friendship series. I think really mm. well. I think yeah. it would be a good one for that. And I I thought that Niall was was charming, and he's always so <laughs> so he's so confident that like, it's very, very attractive, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, his character wasn't given a ton of time and yeah. it was definitely a little rushed, but I, I still, he's still overall, it worked for me. It was a pleasant watch. Uh, and, um, so overall I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So she is, it was going to be her wedding day and yeah, evidently her, ex-fiance <laughs> he didn't sound like much of a well he gives her the the toaster on her yeah wow, really last year for cool. christmas and as we know from father of the bride any gifts of appliances is always not okay not a good sign no <laughs> not good uh but yeah i mean i don't know this is a hard, almost a hard movie to talk about a little bit because it there's not like huge plot points is kind of just going along for the ride like i liked the fact that he had made his own engagement ring and he mm-hmm. still like, had it and that was very sweet and you that start was to, sweet. you start to learn that the reason why he uh kind of gave up on on claire was because that her father had refused his permission and that was very uh very sweet and it's kind of interesting because there's now been three movies in this Christmas season that have sort of plots of people join the military and that ruined our relationship because <laughs> um, you have it in this, you have it in, uh, you have it in the lifetime movie, this, um, uh, this last weekend as well. Right. Um, you make it feel like Christmas. And then you also have it in five more minutes, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, so I don't know. That's sort of a weird flex, I feel like. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is kind of weird. <laughs> that uh, I would say that the Lifetime one was the best, although I still didn't really understand why she was so mad uh, <laughs> at, at him. Like for, he, he comes to get her for you know Christmas to because her dad is being lonely and she's she finds out that, oh, this was the plan to come and get me for Christmas. And she's like outraged. And I'm like, I don't really understand why I that's. Get it. Like, I thought it was sweet. What? He didn't do anything nefarious. <laughs> yeah. Like he literally was just coming to invite you to the holiday. Like what is wrong with that? I know. So I was, and she was so mad. It, it was, it was interesting, but anyway. I can't trust you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I can't trust you. <laughs> what? Um, anyway. Uh, I liked the uh, the caroling scene in this. I thought it was nice, but th- that was what that's a that's a nitpick for me. Or it's not a nitpick. It just crushed me when he starts singing and she just like cuts him off. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to cry for this man. Like, geez, <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad. I'm like, this scene would have worked so much better if she would have like had a positive reaction. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asks her out and then she, uh, she, she's obviously, we know that she's super upset with him because then mm-hmm. she goes into the, when she, when he asks her out in the nursing home, she goes into the other room and is like deep breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. She's like, I won't let you break my heart again. And I do feel like this type of melodrama, you almost never see with people this old yeah ever i that's, mean that's very true. rarely mm-hmm. you know because it's kind yeah. of like by the time i feel like sometimes yeah. by the time you're old it's just like because when you're young it's like well should we wait should we experience more things should we do more things you know should we take this risk but by the time you're old it's not really a risk like what are you risking <laughs> like, yeah yeah like just go for it i don't know that's kind of how i feel but i'm sure by the time i'm old i might feel differently uh no <laughs> but it is very rare you don't normally see that and it all started kind of awkward when he when he thinks that ethel is her 
Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and then he never explains. And then he never explains like that he really wasn't there. You know, he was really there for her and not yeah. to see Ethel. And I was like, okay, this is kind of <laughs> weird. Yeah. And, and then yeah, when he's a, she says, "I want you break my heart again," and then he says, "Well, maybe if I sang better." I'm like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. (laughs) You also have this whole thing with Niall trying to to help his parents run the business. They bought a lodge or something. I was a little bit confused about what was going on there. He bought it, I believe. I guess he heard that they were. I don't know if it was going to be sold or I don't know. I don't understand what happened, but he bought it to help them. He bought it and then they're working there. And then at the end of the movie, they're like, we don't want to work here anymore. We want to retire. I know all these people want to retire from their ends. Uh, It's like Coyote Creek Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Military and give up your end to retire. Okay, we got it. This is uh, some some themes here going on. Yeah. Um, how about the super gratuitous green bean casserole montage? Oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> it literally just made me think about how much I really hate green bean casserole. <laughs> you do? I, I love do. It. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I've only had it one time and I was like, ooh, this is not for me. <laughs> I, I don't, love it. I don't mind green bean casserole, but I can't eat it anymore. It's too salty for me uh, mm. now. Uh, but, um, Maybe I could have a little taste, but I have to be pretty careful with the salt. But uh, but yeah, that was it was ridiculous. It was pretty like, intense <laughs> advertisement. Yeah, it's like okay, <laughs> we get it. The Campbell soup cans, like it I mean it was like a glamour shot. It was, yes, <laughs> we're like they paid a pretty penny for this because this yeah. is you know very yeah aesthetic here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they uh, they have this whole like pass the ball game with the in the carnival, oh, yeah. You know where they end up, they land kind of cozy on the snow, which I always love. That I'm a sucker for it. I think it's so yeah. like I can't ma- imagine a single instance in life where that would actually happen. Where it's just like <laughs> I'm on a subway and I the, <laughs> I get bumped right into this person's arms like perfectly, or I fall off a yeah. ladder right into somebody. <laughs> In it's real so life, you're gonna be ready to, to smack you or something. That's oh yeah. Imagine. Just... Like, what are you doing? You trying to steal my stuff or get away from me or whatever? I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. That's how some people would be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and rightly so. It would be you tell me the song. You wouldn't like stare into each other's eyes and be like, oh. But I, but I just that's why I think it's hilarious and I love it. It's one of my favorites, and then uh we have yeah the veterans lunch that's where we get the green bean casserole uh we i i should have asked adil when we entered when i interviewed him about him playing the saxophone oh yeah i was thinking that when i was watching it i was like i wonder if he really plays this yeah i'm like because i feel like maybe he might because it was not like necessary to the story you know Yeah. Uh as opposed to like when someone's playing a violinist or something like that and so I wish I had asked him about that, but, but I did enjoy uh, seeing his character after yeah. hearing the interview. I enjoyed seeing him, and you know, like yeah. I get him at hearing his voice. I was like, oh yeah, here he's, and I was like, oh, he's so he's so funny. Like he's, he's I great. loved his interview. It was one of my favorites <laughs> of the whole year. I just he was so funny and charming, and yeah. I, I now feel very motivated to have him and Donna be in a movie together. Oh, <laughs> that'd be great. Wouldn't they be great? They would be really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would have such chemistry and be really funny. And Just funny. Yeah. yeah. So if you're listening, Hallmark, make it happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, then he, uh, he says uh, to Niall's character, he says that uh, she had, that Megan has a sensitive soul and he says, make sure you are repaying her for all the right reasons. So for, cause she had done this whole dinner thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so then I, and then we have him with, he writes Claire a letter and he says, what if you give me another chance? And then they have one dance for old time's sake. And, uh, 
then he, he gives him the the um gives claire the engagement ring and that was cute uh and <laughs> the the whole thing when they're leaving and the dog is in the car uh-huh. i'm like that could be dangerous <laughs> like all of a sudden i was driving and there was all of a sudden this dog that i didn't I know would. about oh my god i would freak out i'd probably crash the car yeah i'd be yeah. freaked out like, it starts barking or something I'd be like oh my god what is happening <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then hey claire's claire's there and says i never wanted a diamond ring all i wanted was you very cute uh, and then Laura comes back and uh, now says, you came back. I don't want to spend another day without you. So there we go. <laughs> uh, so Colleen, what would you uh, give this movie? <laughs> um, I liked it. I thought, I thought he would, I thought um, Harry Lennox was great. I agree. Yeah. I liked everything about his character. I don't think he did anything wrong for my in my view. Yeah, and I, I did like the father, pseudo father-daughter relationship. So for those reasons, even though there was a lot of other stuff that sometimes bothered me, I'm gonna give it a 3.5. I just I did enjoy it. Yeah, that's the same. I will give it 3.5. It's not one I'm gonna remember, not in the same way of Nantuck and Noel, but I know I just feel like it'll kind of blend into the masses. Mm-hmm. But I didn't mind watching it and it was fun. Uh, so what about you, Anne? Yeah, I would give it um, 3.25. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I would say is it just felt like it was just doing so much that it was like Laura and Niles storyline felt like so minimal. Yeah. Um, but I think that I don't think there's any other way they could do it because it just, you know, because the A storyline to me was um Harry's character and Laura's character and mm-hmm. the B storyline was Harry's or Harry's character and then um, the actress who played Claire and the C storyline mm-hmm. really was Laura and Niall. Yeah, um, I, I, I like think... I like them so much. So I just wanted to see them more. But it was just I, I understood why they couldn't. I mean, it's just yeah. a lot. I think that one December night had similar kind of themes. We've got sort of the older generation, the younger generation and and kind of working everything out i in in a, quite a few you know character arcs and things i think that handled it a lot better mm, yeah mm-hmm. and and developed it, the relationships better and you know yeah so i agree ba- balanced everything better i i, I agree too mm-hmm. yeah Hey Hallmarkies, it's time to take a quick break to talk about something super fun. How would you like to party with your favorite celebrities from the Christmas and seasonal movies that you love so much? If you enjoy watching romantic dramas on network television and streaming services, you don't want to miss the Rama Drama Live event coming soon in 2022. Spend the weekend escaping into the Rama Drama world and meeting your favorite on-screen celebrities like Trevor Donovan, Ryan Pavey, Andrew Walker, Jen Lilly, Wes Brown, Brittany Bristow, Aaron Cahill, Rob Mays, and more. These fan-focused in-person parties cater to movie lovers just like you. Make memories, leave with photos, autographs, swag, and an exceptional experience to last a lifetime. Join us in Palm Beach, Florida on January 7th through 9th, 2022 at the Palm Beach Convention Center. You can get more information and your tickets from ramadrama.com. Again, that's ramadrama.com. All right. Well, now we have five more minutes. And this is always on the 20th, Hallmark Movies Mysteries, starring Nick DeLoach and David Hayden Jones. Inspired by Scotty McCreary's song, Five More Minutes, a woman's Christmas wish is answered in an unexpected, in unexpected ways when her late grandfather's journal turns up and reveals an untold romance. So I'll go first on this one. <laughs> I did not like this movie. I, I like a lot of elements of it as far as, I mean, I really enjoy Nikki. I think she's great. Um, I, I thought that I was going to be really emotional about the whole thing with grandpa because I have a very, very close relationship with my grandpa. He passed away in, in 2002. And so the whole, the whole idea of like having five more minutes to talk to him was very like kind of both sad 
and made me kind of nervous to watch the movie because it was like, oh, this is going to be emotional, but also like appealing because I felt like I could emotionally relate to that. And I was really disappointed that I know that we technically got a scene with the grandpa, but like I wanted a scene where like maybe she had a dream or something where she got five more minutes with her grandfather in the way that she knew her grandfather. And I, I just, I felt like that's what was promised in the movie. And I hated the romance in this movie. I thought it was <laughs> terrible. I thought they had terrible chemistry. I thought they had, I mean, the whole thing that she's basically, she should have just said right away to Blake that yeah. she was not interested when she saw that ring box because mm-hmm. this whole thing and she's dating this other person when she mm-hmm. goes home was really awkward and it wasn't needed like you did not need her Blake yeah. there for the story there's like, no reason there yeah, was right. no reason and I, I I've been forgiving more than I probably should be of some stories where there's the emotional cheating uh like usually if it's just like a super bad man of business, then you can be kind of like, whatever, you know, I can kind of just shrug it off. But in this case, he was a nice person and you literally destroyed his Christmas. I kept thinking about how, how in uh trading Christmas, like he is, uh, which is my favorite homework movie. Tom Cavanaugh's character is all traumatized because his girlfriend left him on Christmas and I'm thinking, this is what Nikki Delmatch is doing to this person. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. She is. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like creating a Tom Cavanaugh. And I, I just, I just thought that that was really selfish of her. And I just, I did not think that they had chemistry. I like both the actors individually and other projects. This just didn't work for me. And I just felt like emotionally, it did not pay off the way that I wanted it to for this kind of a story that, I mean, I'm not that familiar with song, but I just felt like that we should have gotten five more minutes with her grandfather, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and I should be like in pools of tears on the ground because I I love that premise is so like, it's just made for me. And so when it was just so flat I was, I was disappointed very much. And I also thought it was weird. The fact that, I don't know, maybe it's just because her mother had silver hair. I kept feeling like I kept having to remind myself that that was her mother and not her grandmother and that she had been taking care of her father-in-law. Um, and then there was this whole dating thing with, with her and Edward And that was like more pleasant to me than the whole rest of the movie. But because I don't know, I just kept feeling like. I actually had the same thing. I kept having to say, okay, wait, no, this is her mom, not her grandma. That's why it's okay for her to date this man. He didn't just die six months ago or whatever. I kept thinking like, oh my gosh, but I kept, I kept doing the same thing. You know, too, because the grandfather was probably the same age at, at the actor is probably the same age range as the guy that the mother was dating and the mother's probably the same age rates was throwing me off completely. You know, yeah, the guy that has to be the grandfather is a father usually on these movies. He's not a grandfather. Like he's not a yeah. grandfather of an adult child. That's very true. That's probably so that why I was so thrown off. Throw it off. Yeah. 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 yeah that's yeah. totally. Well, and the whole thing with, I thought Martha Tompkins, that didn't really pay off like emotionally. Like the whole thing with finding Claire in the previous movie was way more sort of emotional and Mm -hmm. like you actually had a character. I was like, why are we spending this time looking for this woman that like there just was no payoff I thought with that. And then like what they did with Jay, Jay was in the movie so little that it felt like a cheap trick, you know, the the end, okay, so that's Jay. But like it didn't have the emotional heft it needed to because we'd barely seen him. Mm-hmm. so i don't i just did not like this movie at all i didn't think it was good um i'm gonna give it two. Ooh, yeah man <laughs> yeah rachel really did not like this movie <laughs> no i did not i did not like it it's one of my least favorites of the year for sure i just yeah i don't know didn't like it what did you think Anne? i mean yeah for I mean, me i give it 
Yeah, for me, the big thing is I really couldn't stand, like you said, the emotional cheating and the fact that she just knew so early in the movie when she saw the ring box, she knew she should have broken up with him and she just kept leading him on and not wanting to answer his calls. And her mom kept saying, well, what about what's his name? And, you know, it was just so like emphasized. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't she just break up with him then? Or why did she just have no boyfriend? Cause this is just, I can't be invested in the romance. Cause I'm just so mad at her that she's doing this this whole yeah. time. Um, so that just really blocked me from that. Um, I, I, I didn't, I, I liked the, you know, journal and that, you know, and that Jay was the grandpa that, you know, that was all fine for me. I thought Nikki's performance with what she was given. She performed what she was given very well. Um, and so I, I would give it, I would give it a three. What do you, what do you think, Colleen? Um, I feel like I'm in the middle of the two of you. Um, what's interesting is a few hours before I watched this movie, I had a conversation with my sister and she's a Hallmark fan. And she was going on and on about how she will not watch this movie because she doesn't care for Nikki DeLoach. And I'm like, I brought that into the movie. I could not think of, you know, I was trying to like separate that conversation. It was just a funny, I mean, we were just talking about, we watched, we, we ranked the movies and we have a conversation every so often about the movies. But I brought that into my watching of the movie, but not not so much, but that was one thing. But like, I agree the emotional cheating was bad. Don't lead somebody on like that. I agree there was no chemistry. And this was David Hayden Jones's first Hallmark in how long? And I'm yeah, kind of bummed that he got. Um, I do think Nikki, I think she recently lost her father. I, yeah. I think yeah. this movie was probably filmed after that. Um, you know, I almost expected it to be more emotional, like, yeah, like you said, like more emotional, but it really wasn't. It was I just it, like a weak script or whatever. I'm going to go 2.5. Don't you think that if they had had one scene where she's talking to her grandfather that we see in flashbacks or whatever, like through a dream or some other convoluted reason, you know, that they come up with a magic journal, whatever, um, that would have made uh, at least to me, I think that would have really brought it all home as opposed to yeah, just that talking to Jay. It. Yeah, yeah, that would, it would have been a lot better if, if yeah. it would have had that. Can I, I just mention one more thing? So the guy who plays Jay, he looks like a young John Ritter. Like all I see is John Ritter. Do you remember John Ritter? You know me, yeah, I'm always yeah, yeah. seeing people, they look like someone else. This is <laughs> yeah. He looks like John Ritter to me. That's all I <laughs> yeah yeah i can see that i can see that and i i i do think that now we've had from nikki we've had three marriage and crisis slash emotional movies in a row and i think that it would be fun to see her just for some variety something to see her yeah. do like a summer nights movie where she just has fun in hawaii let's just yeah <laughs> let's please bring please, please bring some levity oh my gosh <laughs> maybe that's why my sister doesn't care for it because she's always so you know it's always like really depressing lately and yeah like, i mean yeah. Yeah. Happy into it. that's probably part of it there's the because uh, there's under the rains and then cranberry christmas and uh and then uh, she United had at Christmas, which I actually like that one. Yeah, that one's good. Two turtle doves. Two I turtle mean, doves. yeah, she's been love. on a strike of. I mean, geez, yeah. yeah so love many. to the rescue. Like had some humor. So that was probably the last one, and that's one of my favorite Hallmark movies. But uh, but yeah, I know she can do the funny. She's oh, been yeah. on sitcoms and stuff before, so yeah. I think uh, that it's time. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's yeah we need we need a break. Yes, yeah, please give us something so. very light. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies 
or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to a kiss before Christmas. This was on the 21st on Hallmark Channel. James Denton, Terry Hatcher, Mary Lou Henner, uh, director Jeff Beasley, writer Mark Arnato, and Tracy Andreen. Okay. When nice guy Ethan casually wishes his life had taken a different course, he wakes up the next day to find nothing is the same. He's not married to his wife, Joyce. He doesn't have two teenage kids and he's the CEO of his company. If he wants to reclaim his original life and the family he loves, he must convince Joyce he's telling the truth and win her over. And he only has until Christmas day. So Colleen overall, what did you think about this one? I enjoyed this one. This was good. It was, it was a great cast. I love James Denton. I just think he's great. I really liked Terry Hatcher in her Hallmark. This was her Hallmark debut, right? Yeah. Hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah, I know it is. I really liked her. Um, Mary Lou Hunter. I thought of you, Rachel. Every time she was on, I thought of you. <laughs> <laughs> she was great. I mean, with what she had, she was in it a ton. I liked the story. I thought it was clever. I thought, I just, I enjoyed it. It's the best yeah. one for me of the weekend. It was funny with Mary Lou Hunter. Like at the beginning, you think like, oh, she's maybe going to, they're trying to sell her as being this kind of mean boss person. And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to believe, make me believe that. <laughs> <laughs> she's too nice. <laughs> but, but Anne, what did you think? I, I liked it, you know, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Like the whole, like, it kind of always bothers me that, I mean, it's a human condition to just think that something else is better than what you have. I get it, but I just don't really like it when they like have to go and, you know, find it out. But I thought it was just done so, so well. And um, that, you know, James's character really turned at the right speed for me. Cause if he kept like not getting it for a long time, yeah. I know it was going to bother me. I'm just that kind of person. It was going to really irritate me. So <laughs> I think he turned over like, in a, the, like a perfect pace and um, it was really fun that they brought, he brought, you know, Terry into the secret and told her and they could, you know, have fun with that too. Um, and yeah, I thought it was just well-written. Yeah, this was really well-written. I completely agree. And, you know, I was thinking about that, you know, with movies like The Family Man, which this is kind of similar to, and they've done variations on that kind of trope in on Hallmark Channel from time to time. The problem with that movie, even though I enjoy it for what it is, the problem is, is that all of the relationships that, you know, when they get this alternative life, they're all not real. Right. So mm-hmm. like if, if for instance, Lacey Chabert has one where she all this, she goes back and sees what if she married this person and then she has these kids and all this stuff, but like the kids aren't real. The husband isn't real. <laughs> like it's a, you know, it's whatever, it's this alternate dimension. In this case, it was the reverse. Instead of being given a new family and seeing, oh, what would have life been like if you'd made these other choices? He's, he had it, he had the family and then it was taken away. So you're not mm-hmm. investing in people that don't exist. Mm-hmm. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really, really smart. And I, I don't know. I just, I just really liked it. I thought it was so charming. And I thought that James Denton was like perfect because I, he, he sold that kind of slick businessman. Like he's supposed to be a property developer after all <laughs> he sold it, but he also sold the sweet loving father, you know, the frazzled, I mean, and this definitely has some feelings of it's a wonderful life in there. It's got, you know, the family man kind of moments too. And, uh, it, it just, it just really worked for me. I, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, he's really frustrated because there's this guy, Sean, who seems to always get, uh, the, the better end of things, despite the fact that he cuts corners and is, is rude and, uh, is difficult. And, and it was, I thought that that whole dynamic of, Cause that's real, like bad people, unlike in Hallmark, most Hallmark movies, like bad, bad of business don't always get, get punished as they do in Hallmark mm-hmm. movies. Like, yeah. They're a lot right. of times very successful at what they do. And, and so it, that can be frustrating when you see people who are cutting the corners and aren't doing things the way that are, that you think that, you know, is right. 
and yet they seem to be getting the benefits and then you, you can feel jealous. So I, I, I thought that was a pretty realistic dynamic. He wants to provide these things for his family. He wants things to be better. Um, now his wife is talking about going to law school and that is he's supportive, but he's also kind of nervous because it's a lot of money and, and everything. Um, and, uh, so he makes this wish and I guess let's talk a little bit about the Santa in the movie. <laughs> like, I know. The Santa, he, like, if he hadn't been, if James Denton's character hadn't been successful in this quest, like the Santa is a villain. He's like ruining this man's life. <laughs> 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 like, <it's, laughs> and so if there's a Hallmark or horror moment in this episode, that is definitely the Santa. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like half the time when he sees him, he's like back in the, you know, yeah. back in the back of the scene, just staring at him like creepily. It's like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like stalker Santa. And I'm like, yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so when he makes the wish, he wakes up and he has this fancy office. He's got a Ferrari and, uh, he, he but the family's gone. And, uh, and he says, being a good guy is what has held me back. So what he thinks at first. And I hate that he said that. I mean, I'm glad yeah. he, I'm glad he learned the error of his ways, but just that he said that I felt so made me so sad. Yeah. It made me laugh though that coffee maker that was really funny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was funny <laughs> yeah and, uh, so then he he tries to get, get back in touch with joyce and she's an successful attorney in this dimension because in like the regular life she had i thought it was a little bit a little bit confusing if i was going to nitpick like if she was because why could she just be a teacher like you have to have the degrees and stuff like it was like oh i'm not going to go to law school and i'm going to be a teacher instead maybe she had an undergraduate she had to have had an undergraduate in something if she was going to go to law school but i don't know what it was yeah i guess maybe she went back to school and got a teaching certificate yeah yeah, must have something it was a little bit weird but that's an extreme nitpick. Um, <laughs> I I liked when he also was just sort of amazed by the shower. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, that was funny to me. <laughs> but he he sends uh, he sends Joyce all of these poinsettias, and I kind of liked that she was just like, oh well, we got more poinsettias all over the office. <laughs> yep, send send them here, send them yeah. here. <laughs> And then he takes her to get her favorite hot chocolate and go to the tree lighting. And she says, well, rich guys like you have resources. That's how you know all these mm. things about me. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's the whole thing is this destruction of the youth center. That is the big uh, debate, I guess, going on. And like one thing, if, if they're going to build this, they're saying that's a billion dollar, this, how, this um, business complex but they say they have this other land and if the if the youth center is falling apart which they keep saying that it is would it be better to build a new youth center in the other land and and then because it's always more expensive to renovate than to build so why not have the youth center be built in the other land and have the billion dollar office building there yeah that's what i would do i don't know yeah i was wondering i was kind of wondering that too i mean i hate to be on team sean but (laughs) (laughs) but they they create this charity and one thing i really appreciated is the fact that so she overhears and thinks that the the charity is a sham uh, that, that's Sean's talking about how it's, it's, it's just a um, PR stunt, not a sham, a PR stunt. She hears this. She gets, she's upset. She goes outside and he says, no, you're wrong. That's not correct. It wasn't a PR stunt. And she was like, oh, okay. I agree. I believe you. As opposed to 99% of these movies where she's like, well, how could you lie to me? And storms off and makes like this huge event of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just appreciated the fact that she was like, okay. I've gotten to know you. I trust you. You say it's not that. I agree. Um, <laughs> Cause I hate that in these movies. 
so I kind of liked their dynamic at that point. I also liked that somebody, because when they first said at the beginning of the movie that the Christmas Eve, that the Christmas party on Christmas Eve, I was like, what office building does that? And uh, and then it, towards the end of the movie, she's like, who has their office, has their big gala Christmas party on Christmas Eve? And uh, I was like, yes, thank you. I appreciated yeah. that. I, yeah. I mean, every time there's an event on Christmas Eve, I'm like, people, I never, all we ever did on Christmas Eve was go to church and spend right. had dinner with our family and that was yes. it it was always family you didn't yeah. go out to other events yeah never like maybe shopping that's the only guy i can think of that during maybe the day we would too do. like before yeah. five you're home by five or four or five and then like my christmas yeah. party is on december 8th i mean right that makes more sense. exactly <laughs> Yeah, that's the way everyone says <laughs> Christmas party on. <laughs> and yeah, in these movies, they always have like the big project is due Christmas Eve, and like and nobody has the day after I'm Christmas like... to start your new job. I'm like, seriously, everyone's on vacation that week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Ann? I was just gonna say, yeah, like I'm always thinking, do people really have this? And I'm like, I don't think they do. People are off work. It's Christmas. Like yeah. they're not gonna have these crazy deadlines and all this stuff right, you know. Even right. Hallmark Channel doesn't even have anything on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, Christmas, exactly. I like I forget what point they start rolling the uh the um fire Yulog. the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but they find out that the Mary Lou Henner character that uh, she's going to give them the money for the um, for the center, and uh, she says, "There's hope for you yet." And uh, then he's he's like starting to forget, and I thought that he did a good job with that, like the panic that you would feel. Yeah, he really did. He yeah. really sold that. Mm-hmm. And and when he sees his kids every time in this movie, this oh. is the emotion that I wanted in five yep. you know five more minutes. The yeah. that was that got me, and and especially when he sees them with the other parents, like that was that was a, a, a good yeah. moment when he sees them with their yeah, and and he's like I, I you know I've got my kids and um and then of course when he um and so then Joyce is like. Uh, that uh, that um you know is trying to get him to remember he says i can't just lose them they're everything to me i want my family i want to be a good man for them oh so good <laughs> that's always really such like good. a it's such a sexy thing when a man says something like that that i want to be a good man for you <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's like and as good as good as it gets you know and he's like Jack mm-hmm. Nichols, I want to be a better man. You make me want to be a better man. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. Um, that was great. And then the Santa Magic, and he's back. And the first thing he does is he thanks the uh, his associates that were just kind of ignored. Thanks them for doing a good job. And then Sean, he's like, she's just an old newsland newsstand lady. And then Mary Lou Henner, <laughs> she's like, you lied to me. I want you gone. It's like, yes uh and then uh james denton gets the promotion after all reunites with joyce and he says i know you and i love you so i thought they had great chemistry i thought the whole family had great chemistry i just loved this movie i i have to dig pretty deep for any real like real problems for Mm -hmm. if you're judging Mm -hmm. on what it's trying to be yeah it was pretty good I just looked it up because I didn't watch Desperate Housewives, but they were married on Desperate Housewives. Oh, were they? I wonder they had. I was going to say they were. Yeah. They were fab. I mean, their chemistry looks like that show ended in 2012, almost 10 years ago. They didn't really. I mean, it's like they didn't skip a beat. No, I assume they had great chemistry on there. Yeah. Yeah. They made a joke that um, they were like, oh, yeah, this Hallmark bedroom scene isn't like the bedroom scenes we had on Desperate Housewives. I'm like, oh yeah, no, it's not. I remember. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Uh, so I would give this a very high score. I'm going to give it a five. A rare, what? perfect score. Wow. I, I have oh, such minimal flaws man. with it. I enjoyed it so much. I had such heart. This, this such great chemistry. I mean, the, is it 
technically perfect? No, but for what we expect and for what I'm asking out of these movies, it kind of was as far as what it's trying to be. And that's what I always try. Like when I'm as a critic, when I'm looking at a film, I always ask, what is it trying to do? And did it do it? And I think in this movie, it absolutely succeeded in doing everything it was trying to do. It was so charming, even down to like, I thought it was filmed well. I thought the music was really good. I just really enjoyed it. So it's getting a rare vibe Man, for me. That wow. is a statement. Wow. Yeah, yeah yes. talk about a pendulum swing from <laughs> 2.5 to 5. <laughs> two. Two. Yeah, that's right, two. That's right. She had a two. Oh my gosh. Is this your yeah. first five of the season? I don't remember. Yes, this is the first. I gave Christmas Promise a 4.9. And oh, you love that one. That's still my favorite of the season. I loved it. I did love it. I can't that's remember great. there was one thing and I can't even remember what it was that it was like a small demerit <laughs> but, <laughs> but I I loved that movie too so uh Colleen what are you going to give it I I really enjoyed it um not quite five material but I will give it a 4.25 I thought I had a lot of heart and it was just it was really well done what about you Anne Colleen and I are the same yeah 4.25 that's what I said very good very good so we have some comments on Twitter Brian R he says uh that he liked the story on kiss before Christmas the best five more minutes I fell asleep and I must rewatch. but it's also not what I want with this Christmas with my recent family losses the other two are forgettable uh says really enjoyed a kiss before christmas and i don't usually like the travel back in time to alternate reality stories so major kudos to tracy and Dreen, and of course the amazing cast saturday's night's movies were fine and did not care for nantucket noel yeah tracy and Dreen is the true star of this episode major props mm-hmm. <laughs> um, caroline she says our friend says she would rank them uh kiss before christmas five more minutes uh christmas together with you and the noel i was pleasantly surprised with kiss before christmas and our friend cammy clements she says kiss before christmas a tie for a christmas together with you and five more minutes and the last Nantucket noel so there we go make sure you're following us on twitter at hallmarks pod because we like to ask kind of what you're thinking and we'd love to hear your feedback on the films and make sure that you check out our Patreon group. We have a special promotion just this week uh, that you can have Tyler Hines or Christopher Paloha or Brendan Elliott read your voicemail greeting. So when people call you, they will think that they are your best friend. And it'll be super fun. If you sign up for the Patreon, then you for every dollar that you sign up, you get an entry into this giveaway and it's going to be super fun. Uh, I'm really grateful for them for for being willing to do this. Mm -hmm. And also if you would just want a one-time donation, that's also an option. If you go to ko-fi.com slash hallmarkies, uh, you can make a donation there and we'll have all the information in the description, but sign up for the Patreon. It's super fun. We have a watch alongs that are really fun. Uh, This month we are going to have David Weaver, director on and we're going to be talking about Christmas Town. We're going to watch it and get all the behind the scenes details. It's going to be super fun. And we have those every single month. We have all different other kinds of perks. So come for the get- giveaway, but stay for the fun. And <laughs> you have until, until the end of the day on Black Friday to sign up and be part of the giveaway. So please check it out. We would be so, 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 so appreciative. And uh, all that said, and how can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at awscott21. Great. And Colleen? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at lily44094. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media on iTunes and YouTube and Rotten Tomatoes. So please take a look at that. And also make sure you're following the podcast, Homer Keys Pod and Homer Keys Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We so appreciate it. It helps people to find the show. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. 
We appreciate that so much. We also have the merch store, which has tons of holiday inspired festive uh, designs that you can get all different kinds of things, not just shirts, but notepads and phone cases and all kinds of fun stuff. Please take a look over there. We would sure appreciate if you're looking for gifts for the Hardy fan in your life, for the postable, all different stuff over there. Uh, so take a look at the link in the description. And thanks so much, ladies. This was so much fun. I love talking about these movies with you. And let us know in the comments section what you think of these four films. We would love to hear. And uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.